In today's show, we've got news about reimagined rooms at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, Disneyland possibly reopening, April Fool's Day. Uh, Don't go flag- be on you. That's right. Uh, new flags have debuted at Epcot. We've got headline news, meetups, trivia, and oh, so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Oh, uh, Before we get too far into it, I want to, uh, to say two things, and then we have a very special announcement. Uh, the first thing is Happy International Women's Day. Yay! Uh, none of us would be here without women. Literally. Okay. Uh, but it's on a serious note. No, um, just I just want to take a moment. Uh, we've got so many amazing uh, people in our lives, and uh, this is a great day. So I just wanted to make sure that I said uh, that it, we wanted to celebrate it, and I wanted to thank my wife because she helps keep my crap together. And I promised her I would do her a shout-out on the show today. So there you go. Sid, that's for you. Um, the second thing so is that I want to the use of term of broad and chick are out, right? Uh, those out. Are, yeah. Okay. Chick. Just, just checking. Broad. Uh, floozy. Uh, girls. I, I, I have to tell you a quick story. My uh, sister-in-law's sister's parents came to the house for Christmas. To, whatever. Very old yeah. people. Uh, uh, what would you call it? You know, World War II kind of people. You know, yeah, the greatest generation. Yeah. So the guy uh, was <laughs> said to my sister-in-law, <laughs> hey, you know, the board puts on a nice spread. Broad. <laughs> the board puts on a nice spread. Oh boy! So anyway, just have to throw that out there. Oh, the thoughts and opinions of Tony and John do not reflect those of the Disney Parks podcast. Uh, second thing I want to do is uh, make sure that you guys knew if you're planning any type of travel for the rest of this year, whatever travel you are allowed to have, or if you're starting to plan uh, Disney vacations or whatever type of travel for 2022 and beyond. We definitely want to encourage you to go talk to our friends at Destinations to Travel. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of travel, they are the experts at getting you from where you are to where you want to be. And the cool thing is, is it will not call you cost you one dime. Uh, so go check them out. The easiest way to get in touch with them is to fill out a quick survey uh, at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. That way you can uh, answer that survey. It'll get sent to them, and someone from their team will be in touch with you as soon as possible. So, uh, so definitely go check that out. We want to thank our friends at Destinations to Travel for supporting us. And, uh, hey, go check them out. They're amazing to have in your hip pocket if you need them. And it's better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. So, uh, so go check that out. So, Why don't you give yourself a vacation and have oh, somebody yeah. else plan your vacation? Well, yeah. It's free. Well, Just let yeah. them do it. You got nothing this to lose. Weird breed, man. They, you know, let go so, of the control. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not so much. So, um, here's the big announcement. We teased this in the uh, Patreon show. We have uh, partnered with uh, an Imagineer who is going to be joining us once a month to talk about uh, kind of behind the scenes of what it is to be an Imagineer for Walt Disney World uh, or for Disney Imagineering. And uh, it's our good buddy, Brian Collins, and uh, he is going to be joining us each week. Um he was a show writer with Walt Disney Imagineering, and he helped create many of the world's most beloved attractions, including the Jungle Cruise, uh, Epcot's World Showcase, and the great movie ride, Moment of Peace. Thank you. And uh, so much more. We we got the first show last week, and it was great. Uh, and those shows are going to be coming out on Tuesday, and the first show will be out tomorrow. So you don't have to do anything special. Uh, you don't have to go to Patreon. Uh, it's just going to be in your podcast catcher just like normal. We're just adding it. The The weeks that we get them, we're adding them to the show. So it'll be like 
our infotainment shows. If you were around for when we were doing two shows a week, uh, God love you. Um, he's he's only going to be on once a month, so it's only a once okay. a month show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have yeah. our uh, music do that. Maybe do some uh, an intro and outro. Yeah, you should reach out to him. Have him yeah, do it. I'll reach out to him. So, uh, so yeah, we'll so we'll we'll do a we'll do a, a monthly show with him, and then we've got another surprise uh, up our sleeves. We're going to debut that later on this year. Um, it's going to be uh, a show that you're going to be enjoying some and Patreon will be able to enjoy some. It's going to be amazing and I can't wait for it. So those are our big announcements. So I'll go ahead and ask Tony, what'd you do Disney this weekend? Oh, let me think where I was very cold, freezing, very cold. <laughs> very cold. Eating only half of what I ordered with a cocktail outside. I can't believe you didn't go back and get them to fix it. I, I don't think they charged me. Uh, yeah, we went to, uh, we had a meetup this weekend at Geyser Point. We figure it's socially distant, it's outside. Uh, but the weather was not our friend. I, I, I know what everybody's going to say <laughs> when I say this, but it was actually cold in Florida. Now, not 30 and 40 cold, but it was cold enough. Uh, well, you know I was there, right? You know what? You know I was there, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you, but know I, your, you know your mistake. What, what was the mistake? You didn't bring a freaking jacket. Yeah, well, that was probably part of a it. A mistake. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. And, and, I didn't, and I don't wear pants in Florida, so that's yeah. probably yeah. mistake number two. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. My, my bad. My bad. I, okay. But I didn't expect it to be 60 in March no, with a, yeah, with a stiff yeah. breeze coming off the lake. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was going to be in the 60s, but I didn't know. the other mistake that we made was we didn't factor on the the actual event happening at 930. Mm. So we thought it would happen earlier, but no, we were incorrect. So it, yeah. it didn't happen until 930. Yeah. Well, actually, it didn't happen at all. <laughs> which is the funny thing. So uh had a large group of people. I think we had like 12 folks there. Yeah. We had a, uh, a great event. Yeah. Uh, you know, as far as our meetups are concerned, it was great because yeah. we got to hang out with friends and yeah. chat and right. had cocktails and food. And it was a beautiful location. We were right outside of Geyser's yeah. Geyser Point. Mm -hmm. It's just an amazing experience. Yeah. And here's and, what we learned. Uh the uh just outside the berm of Geyser Point, there's like some tables and chairs that Actually, face the water, so you cannot get service outside the berm of Geyser Point. So there's a stone wall, is what I'm calling the berm. Uh, you can order at the bar, mobile order, and then they'll put it in a bag, and you can take that to said area to do your dining. So you can do that. Uh, yeah. And then somebody was saying too, was I think it was Sarah that was saying that you can make reservations there now. I don't. I didn't see not, that on the app. I didn't. I didn't yeah. quite know what that was. I, I wasn't quite sure. So I yeah. can't speak to that specifically. Yeah. I'll ask her. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, it was great. So we were hanging out there. We got we got there like an hour early mm -hmm. to have dinner. There's a little small cadre of us. Mm -hmm. We had dinner, mm -hmm. and uh, then people started showing up at seven, right? Seven to eight, and then eight thirty. And then we're like, okay, it's cold. And and Tony's like, okay, I'm going to go in until the parade gets here. And a gr and once Tony made that call, a group of people were like, yeah, I'm going in too. I was sticking it out. You know, I'm like, no, man, I love <laughs> I haven't seen the parade, damn it. <laughs> it's not that cold. I'm going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out. Yeah. Uh, so we sat there. Everybody had gone in. I don't know where you guys went. Mm. But uh, we went in, and then at 9.15, 15 minutes until showtime, this little kid comes around wearing a, a Disney coat. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm sorry to make this announcement, but because of the wind, the uh, water parade is not going to be on because we, we can't guarantee the safety of the parade and the people on the um, the water bridge. And we're all like, huh? Yeah. He he's very lucky that I left because if I was out there for three hours and then he was going to tell me the parade wasn't going to happen, yeah, yeah, th there would have been yeah. a problem with him yeah. swimming in a lake. So, <laughs> so here we are. We're like we've been out here for like 
three and a half hours and there's no parade. Okay, yeah. fine. We we left, came back home. It was great. But, you know, we had a great meetup. I mean, yeah. whatever the event is for the meetup is secondary to hanging out with yeah. friends. And uh, I met some new people along the way. Hopefully they're listening to the show now or during the replay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, met some friends from New York. And I think I met a couple from crud they're locals i think oh wow. but yeah it was cool met yeah. a couple people yeah. so you know we'll see. Yeah. it's uh you know it's strange to not you know have people come from other than local <laughs> but, right hey listen you know i i get it i get it until things you know change um you know we'll have to do what we do so yep hopefully uh yep. we'll see everybody soon Yep, absolutely. Uh, all right, anything Good else you want to add? See here. And here we are. And here we are. You want you want to add anything else? No. All right, kids. Well, there's nothing else we can do but get into and now Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, now you can step inside a reimagined room from Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Located at Walt Disney World, these reimagined spaces feature a new color palette inspired by the Pacific Ocean and its many islands, including details, patterns, and textures from the hit Walt Disney Animated Studios film, Moana. Uh, If you look closely, you might even spot some characters from the story uh, in different locations. You'll also see all new furnishings and fixtures in the bathrooms. For instance, Disney Imagineers took inspiration from the sandy ocean floor for the tiles and carved details of the vanity. The colorful patterns found throughout the room bring a whole new energy to the space, evoking undulating ocean waves and tropical flowers. Uh, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort is now accepting bookings for late July. That's awesome. Uh, and the next time you pull up to the Grand Ceremonial House, you'll notice even more exciting changes Disney's currently working on. The Port of Cashier is in the midst of a dramatic overhaul. It'll feature a high-pitched, open-truss roof covered in a thatch style with pops of color. Uh, above the Port of Cashier, the monorail station is receiving new wooden screens from tropical colors, adding to the open and airy vibe, benefiting from the South Sea. So... Uh, the pictures of that place look amazing. Yeah. I don't understand uh, why they ripped up the entire Porta Cachere because they had just remodeled the entire Porta Cachere like two years ago. You know, all new pylons, the, you know, with the bus lane, they made it wider, they put the other thing, uh, the whole shenanigans. Now, yep. it, I, but ripped it all down to start again. So, I don't know. I just, I, you know, I don't ask any questions anymore. Yeah. All right. Uh, Disneyland folks, you actually may have a opening date coming for your park soon. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, even Harley's excited. Yep. Uh, Ken Potrock, the president of Disneyland, uh, released this statement regarding the reopening. And this is directly from Ken's mouth, not mine. We are encouraged that theme parks now have a path to reopening this spring, getting thousands, I don't know if it's thousands, Ken, getting hundreds of people (laughs) back to work, well, maybe thousands of people and hundreds of people in the park, uh, greatly helping neighborhooding businesses as our entire community with responsible Disney safety protocols already implemented around the world, we can't wait to welcome our guests back and look forward to sharing an opening date soon. So it's not, they didn't give a date. They're saying the spring. We don't know what that means. Uh, the California governor, uh, the very lovely man that is not going to get reelected when this is done, uh, Gruesome Newsome, has announced that some of the state's theme parks may reopen April 1st, 2021, in accordance with the regional color-coded tier. Uh, At this time, most of Southern California falls into the purple tier, which I think is the highest one, indicating the most restrictive safety measures are required. According to uh, Los Angeles uh, station, uh, KTLA, Uh, Many areas that are currently in the purple tier 
will transition into the red tier in the coming weeks. Now, Dr. Mark Galley, Secretary of California Health and Human Services Agency, said regarding the state's change in policy, California can begin gradually safely bringing back more activities, especially those that occur outdoors where consistent masking is possible. Even with these changes, California retains some of the most robust public health protocols in the country. Okay. Uh, If that's what you're going to call that. Guidelines governing uh, the reopening of the theme parks are as follows. Counties in the red tier will be only limited to 15%. Now, we opened at 35. So, that's like half of 35. You're going to get 15. Counties in the orange tier will be limited to 25. Counties in the yellow tier will be limited to 35. Uh, Indoor dining will not be allowed, and there will be limitations on indoor attractions. It appears that those allowed into the theme park uh, should only be California residents. Also included in the April 1st reopening, possibly, uh, will be outdoor sports at ballparks and stadiums, as well as live entertainment. (laughs) <laughs> if you're Californian, you can come. If you're not, stay away. Yeah. You don't well, want think, your money. I think we kind of had the same kind of thing too, right? Where it was only... Yeah, I think so. I, I think when it first started, I think we had some kind of Florida uh, only... Because we weren't allowing people from like Georgia or uh, other states to come into Florida, right? We had the roadblocks. Yeah, I don't remember that being an issue only because I guess because we have those roadblocks in place. Yeah. But um I, dude, I mean seriously. Yeah. But that'll make it easier. I mean, 15% and I guess they're only keeping it for California residents. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is where my this is where Disneyland's bias really is. I mean, they want California residents only. Mm. And I mean that in the nicest way. I don't I don't mean a negative connotation, but I mean, it's, you know, it's a California park and they keep it that way. Right. So, uh, hey, you know what? I'm excited that they have a a possibility, a glimmer of hope, if you will. But the other flip side about that is is because they're keeping it California only residents. All those hotels aren't going to have people staying in them. Yeah, no. Well, the Grand California is opening, right? So. DVC. Yeah. For DVC. So there'll, there'll be some. Florida resident DVC people there. Uh, California resident DVC people there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm also, uh, you know, for other friends, you know, that live performances are starting because that's how they make their livelihood. So it'd be nice to, um, you know, see that get back up and going. And some sports events. That'd be kind of nice. We've had the luxury of having some of those, which is good. Um, Okay. So this next story I need to ask, is this Disney X, Jared? Well, that's what they're calling the collection. Oh, okay. So Disney X Jared uh, Mariyama. Yeah. Uh, The Disney X Jared Mariyama home collection brings kingdom of cute around the world to select Disney parks and shop Disney. Uh, I don't know about you being at home so much over the past years, really, (laughs) really gotten on me about making sure that my office was picked up. And, but uh, for a lot of people, it's, it's brought, you know, new desires to decorate. Uh, so Disney's bringing us the first look at what they think will spice up our living space with the latest home collection um, from Disney Parks by Disney artist Jared uh, Mariyama. Please forgive me, Jared, for mispronouncing your last name. I know he's a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Disney X Jared home collection features over a dozen new products, perfect for bringing the magic of Disney Parks to life at home. Select items from the collection are available now at shopdisney.com. Walt Disney World Resort and Downtown Disney District at Disneyland. Uh, from kitchen gear like a baking pan, bowls, plates, and serving trays to home decor like pillows, throw blankets, coasters, and succulent planters, you'll want to redecorate your whole whole home with the collection. Um, you give your home a little Disney flair with some adorable items. <laughs> 
including a classic Mickey Mouse ear hat pillow featuring some of the park's favorites and most uh, some, and some mo- must-have succulent planners featuring fan-favorite attractions, Mad Tea Party and Dumbo, the flying elephant. Uh, you can take the lovable designs on the go with the cutest lunchbox there ever was and a tumbler of your choosing. Um, and apparently they've got some with orange bird on it. So I know our buddy yep. Carol will be excited about that. Uh, the Disney feature Kawaii style versions of Disney Park's favorite snacks, such as turkey legs, churros, and Mickey Mouse bars. Uh, favorite attractions such as Spaceship Earth, Mad Tea Party, and the Matterhorn. And favorite uh, characters such as Figment, Orange Bird, and Dumbo. So you can go ahead and get ready because with all these collections, your home is about to be a whole lot cuter head on over to shop disney worldwide wonderground gallery in Dis- uh, downtown disney district at disneyland and in disney springs at walt disney world resort to check out each and every item yeah it's uh, i do uh, really really like his style um yeah he's, he's great yeah and uh he's got he's uh really expanded we should have him back on the show and talk about some of the stuff yeah yeah it'd be nice if we yeah. could get him on talk about this and, and some new stuff he's working on yeah yeah all right uh we knew this was going to happen uh at least 60 north american disney stores are going to close before the end of the year uh according to an article on cnbc 20 percent of the disney store locations in north america will be closing by the end of the year as the company focuses more on its e-commerce business like everybody else uh you know they're going to make the pivot uh, there are approximately 300 Disney stores worldwide and at least 60 of them in North America. Uh, and those locations will be closing by the end of 2021. Uh, the company cites the change in consumer behavior. So I wonder if some of the outlet stores are also going to close. I don't know. Uh, majority of the stores will close due to the pandemic uh, as they shift their business away from brick and mortar stores. The company declined to provide financial details about how closures will impact their business, but noted that there will be undisclosed number of layoffs that coincide with the store closings. Uh, Disney declined to say which locations would be affected and probably how many people. Uh, CNBC article says that other shopping locations such as uh, Target, uh, Lifestyle, Target, lifestyle and third-party retailers worldwide will not be impacted so remember they're building little disney stores inside of targets so that is not affected so they don't have to worry about the rent there not their store Uh, hey i wonder how much that is affecting this decision why Mm. why rent a mall where you can just have your stuff in a target store Pre-existing Target stores would love to have Disney. Yeah. Rep- you don't have to pay them. for the employees. You don't have to pay for the right. building, the taxes, the insurance, the lighting, the electricity. Nothing. You just go here. Here, put the stuff where we told you. Uh, the closures will not impact uh, the more than 600 Disney park stores. <laughs> Can you imagine going to a, a Disney park and there not be any shopping? That's, well, I mean... They have to close down all the attractions because all the great Disney attractions end in a store gift shop. That's the way that's 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 a fact of life. That is the eleventh commandment. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could go into a park without not shopping. <laughs> I would have. I would have. I would have a problem doing that. It would be difficult. <laughs> difficult yep. for everybody. Yep. Uh, improvements are coming on the current uh, Shop Disney website, including increasing its uh, product assor- assortment. Thank you. Uh, finally, uh, wait, wait. They're saying my three favorite words: adult apparel collections. Wait, Disney found out adults live in the world and actually have money. Or, or maybe they mean adult Disney collections. <laughs> uh, streetwear. Premium home products and collections. Nice. Yeah, I used to uh, have a uh, a connection. Uh, I think his name was Jim Fielding, uh, who used to be the president of Disney Stores. Uh huh. And I used to write him all the time, and he used to write back. Surprisingly, 
yeah. I didn't get the uh, Casanova, uh, you know, treatment. Uh, thank you for, but no, thank you. <laughs> thank you, but no, thanks. He actually used to write back, "Hey, you know, I'm sending that to my team. They're gonna, you know, blah blah blah." So, uh, yeah, it was great. But he, I think he left and went to J.C. Penney, which is now tanking. Um, so. <laughs> Good job, Jim. Yeah, if you want to come back, Jim, I, I think, I think. <laughs> oh no, no, no! If you tank J.C. Penney, don't come back. No, thank you. <laughs> We're good. We're good on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's fascinating. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I think that the the stores inside the targets and some of the other things that they're doing. Yeah. You know, uh, th- and the other thing is, how many people are really going to malls? You know, there's only one or two people that I know that go to malls, and the main reason they're going to the malls are going to the Apple Store. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Apple just go ahead and and. You know, just do their own, you know, standalone buildings and be done with it. Yeah. You know, I, I, they should just make it a drive through. <laughs> really, Apple. <laughs> I mean, that's what people are doing. They're just picking up products now. They're not going to the stores, you know. Just pull up, pull up to the window. Yeah. Uh, pull up the window. Do you see, like, uh, yeah, yeah I'd like, uh, I'd like a MacBook Pro and, uh, give me, uh, and a side of fries with that <laughs> and, uh, a side of iPods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right so um if you like what we do here and would like to support the show we would encourage you to go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash patreon uh because that is the best way <clears throat> excuse me because that is the best way uh to help us do what we do and there's a couple things that we offer uh to kind of incentivize you to do that one we have an incredibly robust uh, reward system at every tier you get some cool dig disney swag on us and uh, depending on which tier you're at, you could have up to three additional shows each and every week. They're all different. They're all unique, and you can't hear them anywhere else except on Patreon. Uh, there's also a level where you get all three shows and, Tony, uh, one of these really cool Disney by the Numbers t-shirts delivered directly to your door. Uh, you don't have to reply to an email or anything. You just go directly there, pick up the t-shirt, and maybe the accompanying uh, decal if they have them that month. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And uh, Patreon just opened up the opportunity for us to offer. If you want to pay annually, you could save 10%. So that's even more. Uh, and then finally, if you join now or if you level up during this uh, campaign that we're doing, you can get a free hand stitch Pixar hat just for joining or leveling up. So there's no reason not to. You're not locked into a contract. You could try it out for a month or two if you like it, if you like the new shows. And if you don't, that's fine. But please come join us over on Patreon. And again, you can go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Very good. Very good. Very good. Have fun with your yeah. buttons over there, yeah, pal. I am. <laughs> uh, we spoke about our guys' appointment meetup, which was uh, Saturday and uh, May 29th. Uh, I'm, I was looking at movie lists, uh, seeing what they got going on. Hey, Black Widow opens May 7th, John. Maybe we could do that. Oh, one. my God. I cannot wait. <laughs> wait. Where's my... I got tickets. I got tickets. We can go see it. I got two free tickets. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Uh, so May 29th, we're going to have a meetup at the AMC Theater. We don't know what movie yet. I'm going to wait until it's a little bit closer, and then we'll uh, do it. It's going to be for 20 people. That's what's allowed in a private theater setting. Uh, so once that hits, you're going to want to get your ticket if you're in town. Uh, August 7th, we're going to Ravello for character breakfast. More details on that will follow. And then December 11th is our annual Christmas call, so don't miss that. All right. Last week, John, we had a trivia question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we only got one answer to this. One person what? replied. Only yeah. one? One. And I think was it confused right a lot of people. I think it did. Was it the right answer? Yes, it was the right answer. Oh, there you go. Uh, the question was, who is the only Disney villain to never appear on screen throughout the entire length of the movie? <laughs> Yeah, this is a controversial question because I I don't know if I necessarily think we look at this person as the villain. But but what's the proper answer, Tony? The answer is man in Bambi. That was the answer. And man uh, is in the wood. Yep. Uh Rob, you are the winner and I am sending you one of these. Oh. Uh, 
brandy new right off the press. This is a um, Mr. Toad's Toad. Wild Ride decal. Correct decal. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. I knew uh, you were using that word. Yeah. Not the S word. It's a decal. It's a vinyl decal. Uh, so I am going to entice you all with sending answers because I'm going to be giving these out for a little while. Uh, I have enough uh, leftovers that I think uh, this would be fun to give away. Um, if you don't, you know, the shirt uh, for this whole year, we're probably going to do a shirt and a decal the entire year to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. So it'll be awesome. classics. I believe the next one is going to be 20,000 Leagues. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. Yep. All right. Uh, so it'll be in the mail this week, Rob. Uh, the question, trivia question for this week is what were the names of Ursula's two pet eels in the Little Mermaid? She had two eels that were little buddies of her. Her, Let's call her them her henchmen. Her uh, hench eels. Yeah. Oh, what? Her hench eels. Yeah, her hench eels. Uh, if you know the name, uh, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Well, uh, I think it was last week when we kind of talked about the new flags appearing at Epcot. And yeah. we were like, what are they going to put on the flags? And I think it was the lovely Tony Casanova who said, well, the countries. The countries. And I was like, that seems weird, but I'm going to go with that answer. You know, I phoned a friend and I lost. on uh, <laughs> wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. Uh, but the new flags at Epcot are featuring the original park icons. Oh, well. Right, yeah. uh, there's new now new background music and lighting music that has debuted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney Imagineers raised flags on the 12 new flagpoles that were installed around Spaceship Earth. Each flag features one of Epcot's six original icons going back to the original design philosophy of the park and represent pavilions and attractions in a new vibrant palette that is inspired by the new Epcot neighborhoods. Additionally, Disney Imagineer Zach Ridley shared that, quote, a color-coordinated light ribbon will make its debut and will encase the rim of the plaza, connecting with the fountain lighting. Uh, and there's a new soundtrack that you can listen out for as well. Yeah. So I uh, happened to follow one of these yahoos on TikTok, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to see this new light ribbon as they were testing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say light ribbon, think LED lighting. Yeah, think of Philips U light strip. Yeah, like do you see the do you see the TikTok I was talking about? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, put it on red. Boom, it was red. That's yeah. awesome. I put it on green. Boom, mm-hmm. it was green. I put yeah. it on blue. Boom, it was blue. It's okay. Give it to me. Yeah. It's like disco. Whoop, whoop, yeah. And the whole Epcot thing was like. So I saw like a regular video where they were just standing there. So as the color of Spaceship Earth changes, then the ribbon and the flag lighting kind of like follow suit. Oh, that's you know, cool. So it'll kind of go to a blue or to a you know orange. So yeah. all, the whole entire lighting in that space, spaceship, trim, flags, all is kind of now in sync. Uh, and uh, I didn't listen to the soundtrack Uh but I, I think I have somewhere. We might be able to post it. I have a list of the new songs that they're uh, playing cool. in that area. So, right. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, you know, they have my hopes up for, <laughs> for what Future World could possibly be. You know, with yeah. all of, you know, what they've done in the entrance is re- really spectacular. Yep. And now I have a lot of high hopes for all the other things. Uh, so... Don't screw this up, Disney. You're on the much, right path. Much like WandaVision, you may want to uh, lower your expectations just a bit. <laughs> I think I should raise them, not lower them. <laughs> no, you, yeah. So that's where you get in trouble. You raise them and you're like, oh. But speaking of the music, we're actually going to have a news story coming up here in just a second. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the news of yep. the music. Yep. Uh, standard point management policies are reinstated effective May 1st. Uh, for DVC owners. So if you're a DVC owner, please pay attention. This is important. So most of the temporary policies that were put in place to aid a Disney uh, Vacation Club members during the COVID 
or going away at the end of April. You know, much like the government's uh, promise uh, it went away. Uh, now Disney's taking their promise away. So in a statement posted to the DVC uh, members-only website, DVC has revealed that exceptions to the point management policy are set to end on April 30th, 2021. Effective May 1st, the traditional rules for cancellations, including holding accounts and banking of points, will resume. Uh, some of the temporary adjustments made last year uh, to some of the policies will end on April 30th. Previous policies will be reinstated on May 1st. So don't call Disney on May 2nd and say you have a problem because you don't. They've given you warning. Uh, you can visit the member website for all the details about the policies that are going back into place, including cancellations, borrowing, holding, and extra fees, and much, much more. Uh, the standard rules dictate that reservations must be canceled 31 days or more prior to your arrival in order to retain full use of those points. Those vacation points may then be used for a future booking within the use year uh, with no additional restrictions. Cancellations which occur 30 to the one day uh, prior to your arrival will be placed in a holding account. A holding points may only be used to rebook any available rooms 60 days prior to your arrival. Same day cancellation results in a forfeiture of your points. And that will hurt you. Ouch. E ouch. Uh, banking of points can only occur within the first eight months of your use year, if you need to be reminded of that. Uh, both of these guidelines have been frequently ignored dating back to 2020, uh, but you've seen member services allowing owners to cancel trips. So they took all these rules away so that you can, you know, live through the pandemic and maybe try and use your uh, DVC, but now they're all going away. So uh, not immediately changing is the temporary restriction, which limits owners to borrowing more than 50% of their uh, points. So you can borrow probably because everybody banked uh, for almost two years. So, you know, they're going to let you use a little bit more because they want to get it out of your account because that will be a problem. Uh, as a reminder, members who want to borrow points to complete a reservation will temporarily only be able to borrow up to 50% of their future use year points per contract. Doing this will help manage inventory and, and accommodate more members who want to schedule their vacations like it was the same. A Disney Vacation Club normally allows uh, uh, you to borrow 100% of their points from the next use year. Due to the backlog of member points occurring during the pandemic, borrowing is indefinitely capped at 50% of each contract in order to give priority of banked and current points. So, yeah, just uh, it's all on the member portal. Go read it. If you have questions, uh, you can call your guide or call the uh, 800 number and they will, you know, set you back on the right path. Cool. I can't wait. We're going to be talking with the Disney Vacation Club. Expert. expert here shortly i'm looking forward to that so yep. we'll be able to ask some of those questions yep. i you know those are gonna, gonna be predominantly your shows <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> me and dvc are strangers strangers in the night exchanging uh, points <laughs> just somehow doesn't this, this is not enough to bank yes right can you put it in my uh, holding tank there you go. There you go. Good one. Um, so we were talking earlier about Epcot entrance music. So the new entrance music sparked some discussions, to say it lightly, uh, when it debuted a few days ago. So instead of putting together an original score for the entrance music, Disney just selected an arrangement of pre-existing songs that carried a generic, triumphant, uplifting theme, but failed to reach the iconic arrangement from years past in many guests' opinions. That's putting it nicely. Uh, Disney Imagineer Zach Ridley is taking to social media to provide a little bit of context on how Disney selected the Epcot entrance music. Uh, and I quote, uh, Epcot has a unique musical voice, a legacy and future with a sound all its own. Uh, as we shared D23 in 2019, our team's been working on new music and a park-wide surroundscape uh, 
informing new show, shows, attractions, and environments as we bring to life uh, in this transformation to live alongside with the classic songs and themes Epcot is known for. This week, Disney released a new Epcot main entrance soundtrack with new tracks featuring bold themes with uh, inspiring arrangements that set the stage for exploration, celebration, and discovery. Associate music producer Leanne Sway, uh, Leanne Shay, uh, drew inspiration from the breathtaking views and aspirational architecture of the original Epcot when selecting the new soundtrack for this enhanced space. Sway notes that most of the uh, music selections feature a hybrid of orchestra, a combination of live musicians and electronic elements to bring a freshness to the music program. The soundtrack captures our mission, again, this is still a quote, with this park and our work, that our shared future is bright and rich when we connect and celebrate what makes us us. End quote. Zach Ridley, Imagineer. So there's a lot of uh, speculation going around that Zach is the new uh, Joe Rody of Imagineering. You think? Yeah. Well, he's the only one posting anything on social. So someone said, go ahead, post po- post what you need to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's the only one that's ever quoted now. So he might be on the way to doing it. Uh, I'm not, I can't remember. I, I, Maybe it's Tom Fitzgerald. I'm trying to think who's got Morty's job. If anybody know uh, if it's Tom Fitzgerald who has Morty's job, um, let me that know. That seems right, but it's, pro- it's probably remember. certainly feels right. Yeah, I can't remember. And I think Tom is retiring soon, so maybe yeah. Zach will just slide into that spot. Hey, now. Yeah. Hey, listen, somebody's got to die at Disney so you can get promoted. That's the way it works over there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, Disney filed a patent for a new multimedia show system. Uh, Disney filed a patent for this uh, multimedia uh, system that would transform a room into an interactive show. And it, the abstract for the patent reads this. It's a show system or in-room entertainment or show system configured to provide engaging and immersive multimedia shows or presentations in nearly any space or room that is defined by one or more walls. That's typically what a room is, Disney. Thank you. Uh, The in-show system generally includes a controller for selectively operating a display device, like a television or a video projector or an audio system or speakers, and other show components such as lights, fan, mechanical device, and so on. The media content is predefined for the room, and the controller operates uh, such in response to triggering switches or remote control devices that may take the form of a show prop activated by someone in the room to serve the media content to tell the story and or magically transform the space into a multi-dimensional, immersive entertainment space. Huh. I'm thinking Star Wars uh, Hotel. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't from the, the website that I'm looking at right now, okay. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, because we're talking about a screen, that does make much more sense. Mm. Yeah, and some of the things that they've got here, the way it looks, does you know? Imagine you go into the room, you hit the light switch, right? The room yeah. kind of goes dark. You know, ray hologram appears. You know, the what looked like a window turns into a screen. You know, and she tells you the story of Star Wars and your journey on the Star Cruiser. Yada yada. That's what I'm thinking. I, I, yeah. I listen. I could be wrong. <laughs> or another version of that would be you go into the room and the wall is the display unit yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, you're looking out into space. And as you start, you know, uh, utilizing things in the room, it, it, it plays out, it reacts in the window. Yeah. So that'd be kind of cool. I, I, hey man, I'm all about new technology. I just hope it works. 
for a long time because you know i love new technology but i'm still you know scarred by the yeti you feel me what uh <laughs> you know what would happen like all right so they put all this tech in this building right in these rooms yeah, yeah. um and like what happens when things go bad i mean like do do lights work? Do TVs work? I mean, because these rooms have really no windows. I mean, you've seen the the little yeah. prison window they have on them. Yeah. I mean, so there's not a lot of anything to do or see. And here's the other thing. There is no pool. There is no playground. There, It's not a hotel. It is a cruiser. You know, you're yeah. getting you're on something. Attraction. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a 24-7 attraction. Yeah. So if anything goes horribly wrong it's gonna go horribly wrong and boring it's gonna be a very boring <laughs> and then here's the other thing i mean i don't know about you but you know if i'm staying somewhere multiple nights mm-hmm. it's not above the realm of possibility that i would just get up in the middle of the night and just go walk around mm-hmm. are, are there gonna be show elements happening then probably you know, is there going to be a bar that I can go hang out in and hear? As soon as you put your foot on the ground, uh, Ray will come down. Uh, Mr. Donahue, please stay in your cabin. All the yeah. doors are locked for your safety. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. That's that's going to be one please thing. Stay in your bed, Mr. Donahue. Yeah, they have to be very cautious of the fact that, you know, there, there are people that are not going to be handling that confined space very well. And it is going, it looks like a very small space. Yes, very small indeed. That you're paying a lot of money for, by the way, but that's beyond the point. Well, you're going to pay. So, speaking of, speaking of technology breaking down, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, or the Wedway People Movers, I like to call it, uh, has been, um, Extended on its refurbishment again. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the attractions that did not open when Walt Disney World reopened in July of 2020 was the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. However, unlike other attractions like Primeval Whirl and Rivers of Light, which are now closed forever, thank God, this attraction is expected to reopen at some point, maybe, we hope, I think, in the future. Kind of. Uh, Disney has been incrementally extending the refurbishment calendar on its website every few months, extending the refurbishment over and over. And now it looks like the refurbishment timetable has been updated yet again with the ride now officially closed through April 3rd of 2021. That's not so bad. Yeah. Unfortunately, rumors are starting to swirl that there is something seriously wrong with this attraction due to several factors, including the fact that this attraction hasn't operated in over a year, the refurbishment keeps getting extended, and the fact that guests have reported seeing people move ride vehicles crashing into one another while the attraction is being tested during park hours. Hmm. Why are they testing it during park hours? Why would they do that? Because they can't. Unfortunately, Disney has not given any updates about the project, and if there are indeed issues with the attraction, we doubt that Disney would make a public announcement about it. In any case, we'll keep a close eye on this project and see if there are any signals that this refurbishment could be coming to an end anytime soon. Of course, the Tomorrow Transit, Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover isn't the only attraction at the Magic Kingdom currently under refurbishment, as the Hall of Presidents and Mad Tea Party attractions at the Magic Kingdom are both currently closed for rehab. And the Jungle Cruise is set to close in the near future for a reimagining that could debut before the end of the year. So, yeah. we'll keep an eye on that. I understand Hall of Presidents closes every four or eight years. That makes sense. Right. Uh, Mad Tea Party's back up, uh, but it, I heard it went back up, and then they had a problem that day. But I think it's back up. Uh, but uh, remember, uh, Disneyland had a people mover too. Had, had. a people mover. Had had mm-hmm. as it's gone. So yeah, yep. you know if Disney deems this thing useless, um, guess what? Well, Disney back World up. will have had. <laughs> a people mover as well. Yeah. Well, Disney's had things has disappeared, like the yeah. eye buckets and yeah. 
Oh yeah. Stuff like that. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Walt Disney World begins extending park hours in anticipation of heavy spring break crowds. hey Don't come with the COVID. Uh, one of the busiest times of the year at Walt Disney World has been... <laughs> what do you care? You just got inoculated. <laughs> uh, all my friends and family. Uh, Disney spring break holiday, which kicks off in March and lasts through the month of April... And although uh, capacity caps are still in place for this year, it looks like the resort uh, is still expecting to see some big crowds in 2021. Uh, all four parks extended their hours beginning in March, uh, with the following changes taking place on select dates uh, beginning next month. So the Magic Kingdom is pushed back uh, from 8 to 10 uh, p.m. And now it will have a 7 to 10 p.m. The studios is now uh, pushing back. It's closing to 8 p.m. I think it was like a 6 or 7, and now it's going to 8. Uh, Epcot is cl- uh, pushing their closing uh, from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Okay. Wow. And Animal Kingdom uh, is opening up earlier because they can't close later. The poor animals right. have to go to bed. Uh, yeah. They're going to uh, <laughs> now 8 a.m., and they're pushing back their closing to 8 p.m. Oh, it's going to be a late school night for those animals. Mm. Uh, so this is almost close to, you know, a solid 12 hours of operating uh, in the theme park. So it's kind of nice to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. Are the cast members going to be able to hack it for that long? They've, they've kind of had a, I don't mean that. They might need a second shift. They might need a second shift. That's what I'm saying. Bring some more people back to work. Uh, there are still no fireworks, uh, so don't get excited. There, there's nothing going boom, boom in the nights. Uh, recently, there have been permits uh, filed that indicate Fantasmic could be coming back to the studios. Now, you know, the thing with the lake was drained. There was some construction going on. It was on the stage, not in the arena. Uh, and then I the, that like we reported, their problem was backstage. How do they social distance that large cast? Uh, and still get them safely to the stage. So maybe they've figured that out, or maybe these permits will help uh, get that done. Mm-hmm. From what we understand, the space back there is tight and small uh, right. because it's almost like an island. Um, so maybe they've done some work back there. Uh, in, ad- in addition, other shows are rumored to be coming back. Uh, you know, we heard rumors about the Lion King show and some other things coming back. Right now, the only park with confirmed nighttime entertainment is Disney's Animal Kingdom. And I don't call that night entertainment. You're lighting up the tree. For the love of God. We light up the castle. We don't call it entertainment. We're turning on the lights because it's dark out. Well, the awakening of the tree of life is a projection show. So I do kind of consider that. A oh, little sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not a lot. A little. Yeah. We so, just blame for everything. Yeah, it's Joe's problem. <laughs> just because you quit don't mean yeah. you're out of yeah. responsibility, bro. Yeah. This yeah. is your this is your literally yeah. your monkeys and your circuits. Yeah. Uh so keep uh checking the website and the My Disney Experience app. That's where you find the, the latest information about hours and closing and capacities and all that kind of stuff. So check check back. You know, wouldn't it be funny talk about Joe Rody real quick, but wouldn't it be funny if like Zach Ridley uh, you know, the new super imagineer went in and just bing bang boom fixed the Yeti and he was working next month. Yeah. <laughs> oh look. It was just it just needed this fuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just this one little screw. Great. <laughs> <laughs> be awesome. Oh, the tension <laughs> screw was loose. Oh, Rody. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh my god. Uh Disney's Blizzard Beach Resort. Uh, excuse me. Disney's Blizzard. I say resort every Blizz- time. Disney's Blizzard Beach reopens at Walt Disney World Resort. Uh the Disney Water Park uh celebrated the reopening by enjoying their favorite attractions at Summit Plummet. Uh Team Boat Sprint. Is it Team Boat or Spring Boat? Oh, Team Boat. Duh. Team Boat. 
Goat Springs and Cross Country Creek, one of the country's largest, lazy, longest lazy rivers. Uh, guests also sipped on tropical beverages from Blizzard Beach's own full-service beach bar, Polar Pub, and munched on delicious menu items, including a plant-based bratwurst sandwich. Wrong. Uh, dining at Disney's Blizzard Beach was made easier for guests with the inclusion of mobile ordering at Lotta Wada Lodge. Uh, the Avalanche and Warming Huts, all these puns. The yeah. mobile order service is available in the My Disney Experience app and allows guests to pre-order, prepay, and pick up their food when it's ready. Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park is opening in alignment with the health and safety measures implemented throughout Walt Disney World, such as enhanced cleaning, temperature checks, and physical distancing. Guests queuing up and cast members will all be required to wear face mask coverings while visiting Blizzard Beach. Guests may remove masks while traveling to the water slides, but masks will not be permitted in the water on the attractions. Okay, let me ask you a question. You shouldn't be waterboarding yourself. So guests can remove masks while traveling to the water slides, but masks will not be permitted in the water or on the attractions. That. Yeah, masks masks must be worn at all times unless you are traveling to the water slide or in the water. So how do they know if you're getting up from your seat to go to the water slide, the bathroom, the restaurant, or any of those things? That's a heck of a good point, Mr. Tony. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just I'm asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> Where, how do you know my intention of where I'm going to? Can you read my mind? <laughs> oh, gosh. That's, that's the trivia. Where'd that song come from? Anyone? No. Anyone? Bueller. Bueller. Wow. You guys don't know where that song came from. All right. Uh, if you would like some uh, cute uh, Disney merch, something like uh, our shirts here, uh, we have uh, masks and uh uh, phone cases and mugs and all kinds of stuff. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash T-E-E public. And that's where you can find our little merch store. Sweet. Yep. Uh, hey, kids. How about a little headline? And now the headline news. All right, first up, uh, we've been starting most of the headline news uh, of recent with, hey, the Disney Cruise Line, temporarily, final payments have been extended now through uh, September 30th. That's why I'm, I'm really guessing October. I'm sticking to my October date. I, I like my October date. Um, I just uh, wish that the Disney Cruise Line would stop making announcements of what they're not doing. Until they're ready to do something, <laughs> there would be less stuff in my newsfeed. I'm just yes, <laughs> exactly. Do something. Yeah. Do something or get off the pot. Yep. Uh, if you've not seen any pictures or actually been to the Magic Kingdom, they, uh, like I said, part of this fiftieth uh, thing is they're uh, tidying up, cleaning up, making pretty. Uh, they gave the orange bird. In Adventureland, over where you know Dole Whips are, uh, a nice little mural and a brand new little sign, uh, the Orange Terrace, and it it it's nice to see these things, uh, you know, being cleaned up and prettied up for the fiftieth. So I continue Disney, you're doing fine. Uh, if there's anything we could do to help, let us know. Uh, Disney has also announced that due to popular demand, I am shocked, shocked. Two more weeks have been added to a touch of Disney, the hard ticket event out in California. Is anybody shocked that they extended it for two more weeks? Hang on, I can I could put on a shock face. Hang on. Okay. There you go. That's a shock face. <laughs> I am shocked it's not like two months. <laughs> we extended for another two months. I mean, I don't. Uh, if this gets extended again, I would definitely not be shocked. <laughs> Uh, so this is now going to last through April 19th. I really think they're going to push this right to the edge, right to summer, uh, or till park openings, or past it even. 
Um, Disney, Pixar, Soul won two Golden Globes. Um, so good, good job, Pixar, winning two Golden Globes. That's very nice. There have been at night. I have seen video testing of the harmonious water fountains. You mean the Stargate? Yeah. You can see the water from the Boardwalk Hotel. <laughs> That's a wormhole they're opening up to go to another galaxy. That's how far away you can be and still see the water shooting off these fountains. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, throwing it out there. Uh, we talked about new perimeter lighting at Epcot. Thank you, Disney. Uh, it looks very pretty. Peter Pan is entirely covered by scrim. So I, uh, nobody knows the reason. We don't think it's rehab. We think it's part of this cleaning up for the 50th. Uh, we think Peter Pan's needed a little paint job. And that is what we believe. Because the ride is not down. The ride is still operational. But the entire out is covered with scrimming, so it must be uh, for painting is what the assumption is, because Disney didn't tell us anything. Uh, and if you've not seen or heard, but the entire stage in front of Cinderella's castle has been torn down, is being rebuilt. So the rumor and anticipation is that we're getting a brand new stage and stage show. Wow. So, so if, if they do something like that, then they can put in things like doors that go up and down, or not doors, but trap doors. Mm -hmm. They go up and down, they could do some things that yeah. they couldn't do before. Yeah. Because uh, I was with, uh I was trying to look at the picture to see where the lift was. For the, you know, you know, the one lift that was there, I was trying to find out, you know, see what was left of it. Uh, but right. uh, I didn't see anything. So I don't I because that was like this. Right. And then it lifted up. So I'm assuming once they took whatever the, that platform was, whatever mm -hmm. lifted was probably just yeah. a scissor lift underneath. You know. Right. Well, I'm thinking they could do that. But but, you know, have things come up from the bottom. Yeah. Mm hmm. You know, you have to remember that's a little tough there because of the utilidor. You have to, you know, there's some, there's a whole city underneath the castle <laughs> that, you know, they don't, whoa, 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 yeah, but they've already got, I mean, there's, there's walking space, there's storage space and stuff underneath the stage. They wouldn't have to put a lot. All they have to do is like, but the whole stage is gone, including yeah. that storage space. <laughs> okay. What do you know? What are you saying? But, but when Madonna goes on tour, she can shoot up from the bottom of the stage, mm -hmm. and she's on a basketball court. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, when they build the stage, mm -hmm. you know, you've got the the floor of the Magic Kingdom, mm -hmm. the doors underneath there. Yeah, they could build a riser that would lift oh, yeah. up, like it'd be a flat stage, and all of a sudden Mickey comes up from the bottom, like a Michael they, Jackson toaster. Exactly. Bing. There you go. Boom. You know. Hey, it's Mickey Mouse. Uh, but you could you could have that a little bit more and and do uh, do some cooler things during the shows. Yeah, you know because there's really for the characters there's one way in and one way out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I'd, I'd I'd dig it. Yeah, they built like a little thing to go down to the utilidor where they can you know keep more characters. <laughs> you know, or characters can go down in the front and then come up in the back. You know, without them, you know, doing anything up on the stage, that would be fun too. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, listen. If they're redoing the entire stage, they have to be Not, thinking of a new yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, they've got I mean, to. Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, why am I hearing? I don't know. I guess it's going through my I guess it's going through. I'm having the same problem now you do because I'm always hearing my text coming through. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's cool. I'm yeah. excited about it. It should be fun. So, yeah. uh, hey, we want to thank you guys for taking time out to listen. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m., come join us live as we record our show. Uh, also, you can find us over on uh, the Facebook, the Instagram, and the YouTube all 
at Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, come find us over at our home at DisneyParksPodcast.com. We've got uh, some f- folks helping us blogs. So we've got a bunch of new articles coming out all the time. Plus, you can see all of our show archives, as well as links to our, uh, a lot of our friends, like our friends over Destinations of Travel. Uh, you can check them out. You can also go to Destin- uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel, uh, and then you can uh, sign up uh, for someone to destinations to travel to reach out to you if you want to book any travel there are sponsors we appreciate everything they do for us and uh, I know that they'll be a huge help to you and they'll let you handle as much or as little of the booking that you want to don't don't panic for those people who are like I've got to do it all uh, they can help you and, and help you find ways to save money timing frustration so uh, also finally if you'd like to support the show you'd like to uh, keep us on air uh, please go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast and uh, check us out there. We've got three amazing shows we do each week as well as uh, some really cool rewards. Uh, We've also got a level that you can support us and get the three shows and get the rewards and get the incredible Disney by the Numbers t-shirts. And other than that, my friends, we want to tell you how much we appreciate you. And if we don't see you online, we'll see you (sighs) in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 